Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's April 29th, 2022, and last spring here on Sorta Awesome, I had a great conversation with my co-host, Kelly Gordon, about three-step awesome skincare. It's kind of like a a skincare 101 conversation. Well, in the past year, we have had a lot of requests for a follow-up on that conversation, only this time make it makeup. So this week, I'm joined by my dear friend and longtime co-host, Rebecca Hoffer of SimplyRebecca.com. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Meg, and hello, awesomes. I have to say that when I proposed this topic to you, you were like a little skeptical maybe that you are the right person to have this conversation. Does that ring true? I think I told you no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're like sort of politely like, I don't know. (laughs) I believe what I said was that I wasn't sure I had anything of value to offer to the conversation because I feel like I need to be on the receiving end of Makeup 101 despite my age. I still don't feel like I know what's going on. (laughs) Well, then it turns out you are the perfect person for this conversation because I do love to talk about all things makeup. It is such a fun sort of little side hobby or interest of mine. So I have a lot of words about makeup and I can't wait to make you, since you're my captive audience, make you listen to all of them (laughs) (laughs) over the next hour. I'm excited to learn. Yay. I cannot wait to get into it. We have so much ground to cover today as we kind of give a a Makeup 101, a beginner's guide, an awesome's guide to makeup. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you've been looking for amazing women to connect with and a community that is going to support you no matter what age or stage of life you are in, I am so thrilled to tell you that you've come to the right place. And if you're enjoying Sorta Awesome, first of all, make sure you've subscribed so you never miss a new episode from us. And if you are loving what we are doing here on the show, I would love for you to pop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and review. It's totally free to you. It's a fantastic way to support Sword Awesome. We get new members in our community all the time who tell us that they found us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or somewhere where somebody left great reviews for the show. It really does help us to find new awesomes who belong in our community. So we would love for you to do that. All right, Rebecca, like I said, we have, oh my gosh, 
so much ground to cover as we talk about makeup and what our thoughts and feelings are on it, what products I would like to recommend to everyone. I especially am thinking in terms of if you have a tween or a teen in your life who is just now kind of getting interested in makeup, what recommendations we have for that. We're going to get to all of that here in just a few minutes. But first, Rebecca, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. If you're new to Sort of Awesome, Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little more awesome right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast, a product, something that's bringing a little extra sparkle to your life. Rebecca, what do you have for us this week? Well, I have been saving my Awesome of the Week for an episode with you for a while now, because I oh think that you will appreciate the drama and the nuance of it all. <gasps> yes, drama. Sign me up. What is it? So the show is called Normal People, and it okay. is a Hulu exclusive. Now, the show came out on Hulu in April of 2020. So mm. I'm behind the times, but it is okay. worth talking about. It is based off of the novel by Sally Rooney by the same name, Normal People, which came out in 2018. And I read that book. It was recommended on Instagram by Laura Tremaine, friend of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And she described it, if I'm remembering correctly, a love story, but more about normal people's love stories. It's not like a light and fluffy rom-com. Everything is silly and light. It's more like the book says these are normal people dealing with real life issues. So I read yeah. the book and I remember liking it. But then when the show came out on Hulu in April of 2020, I watched exactly like half of an episode. And okay. I don't know if I fell asleep <laughs> or what happened, but I did not pick it back up again. And there was a okay. lot of buzz about it around that time. But I think I was in, you know, early pandemic panic mode. Right. And yes. it was a little bit dark, a little serious. I think it was just a little too much for my okay. mind at that point. You know, like I was also watching what, like Tiger King? And it was a very different vibe from Tiger King. You know, And I think I, for sure. I needed a little more Tiger King, a little less normal people. But got it. A dear friend of mine, a superstar of the show, Kara, said to me, Rebecca, have you ever watched Normal People? I am obsessed with this show. I cannot stop watching. You have got to watch it. And I was like, well, I tried it, but I never finished it. Why didn't I like it? Well, I think the pandemic brain is why I didn't watch it. Absolutely. I, I love yeah. this show. So here's what it's about. Okay. If like me, you didn't give this a show a try in 2020. I'm recommending that you try it again. Yeah. So it is set in Ireland and it features Connell, played by Paul Meskel, and Marianne, played by Daisy Edgar Jones. This is a breakout performance for both of them. They are absolutely phenomenal in it. And it starts with him in high school. He is extremely popular and athletic. She's the opposite. She's very awkward. So in high school standings, he's like the superior one. But then in real world standings, his mother cleans house for her very wealthy family. So it's almost like an opposite spin in real oh, life okay. world. But you know yes. how things are in high school. Like, yeah, the hot commodity is sports and looks and confidence and all of that. And that's what he has. 
So they have this friendship that develops because his mom regularly cleans house for them. And Mm -hmm. that friendship turns romantic. But because of their different social statuses at school, they agree to keep it a secret. Because why would they admit to being together, you know? Right. So then the show moves on to them attending the same university. But there they find their social standings flipped. So Marianne has kind of really come into her own and found her people, while Connell is the one who is struggling to make friends and feel confident in himself. And here is a quote from Kara, my superstar friend who recommend the show as to why she really, really appreciates the show. She said, I liked watching a show where the male lead was clearly so lost and vulnerable. You think in the beginning that she's the innocent one and he's going to teach her all. But she knows what she wants and she goes after it with him and in college. And we don't see male weakness very often, especially when he's handsome, athletic, and intelligent. He appears to have it all, but he has no idea what he's doing in the bigger picture of life. Wow. Okay. I'm intrigued. Kara and Rebecca are selling (laughs) me on this show. Okay. We could do like a whole deep dive on this show. That's just one layer to what is good about this show. Whoa. So I'm going to keep talking here. The show continues to follow Marianne and Connell's life through the next several years as they move in and out of relationships with other people and as they continue to be drawn back to each other and struggle with insecurities. Now, I should pause here and say to look up trigger warnings because this show is not about finding love as much as it is about mental health, grief, trauma, and the demons of insecurity. It also has a lot of sex and nudity. Okay. A lot. Okay. Okay. That's your warning. Underlining, bolding, emphasizing. (laughs) It's a lot, you guys. Okay. I love the deeper themes that are in the show, but I think the real beauty of the show lies in the screenwriting and the directing and the acting. Meg, have you ever heard the phrase, show us, don't tell us? Oh, of course. Yes. That is rule number one for writing anything, especially fiction. Yes. Yes. Writing, acting, all of it. I would say this show is a brilliant example of showing and not telling. This show is so quiet. It is the complete opposite of a show like Grey's Anatomy, where it is so incredibly dialogue heavy. In normal people, there is so much that is communicated in the silence. Oh, one of the most powerful moments in the entire show and one of the most romantic moments is a scene with the two of them at a pool where Connell very slowly just reaches around and puts his arm around her shoulder. It is one of the most immensely intimate moments of the show, but in a in I (laughs) like I can't even describe Yeah, there's so much context that was within that one single, single, simple body movement, but it spoke volumes to her. It's him speaking so loudly, but without saying anything, it speaks volumes to the audience. That's just what the show is. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes, I'm tracking with you. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's 12 episodes. It's only one season and will only be one season. (gasps) Oh, okay. Well, now I feel like I can commit to this. I can do a limited series. And the episodes are just 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. So it's, it's very easy to binge. 
I can do this. I can do it, Rebecca. I will do it for you and for Kara. I will watch this show. Again, it's called Normal People. It's a Hulu exclusive. Highly, highly recommend. Whoa. Okay. I will watch this. And I am also feeling now my own demons of insecurity, Rebecca, about (laughs) about my awesome of the week. What? Why? It is is not nearly as weighty. Nor as poetic and artistic. <laughs> Listen, that is the beauty of this show. And I think that's the beauty of my episodes in particular is that I yes. can be so witty, but usually, usually I'm pretty fluffy. So like, or I'm getting very weighty about very fluffy things. Well, yes, yes, I would agree with that. Yes. So bring it on. What is your awesome of the week? Okay, my Us of the Week is a podcast that honestly, I can't stop listening to. It is not a brand new one. It's an ongoing show. It's called Scam Goddess. Ooh. Have you ever listened to Scam Goddess? <laughs> no, but that's a brilliant title. Tell me all oh about it. Oh my gosh, it's so great. So Scam Goddess is created by and hosted by Lacey Mosley, who is a comedian and actress. And I first got a taste of her and her humor and her commentary on things via the normal gossip podcast, which I've talked about recently on Sort of Awesome. So you were talking about normal people, then there's normal gossip, now we're scam goddess. Like there's a through line here if anybody wants to connect all the dots. So Lacey Mosley is so, so funny. Her episode of Normal Gossip is my favorite one. I have listened to it like three times. I laugh every time. But so she hosts, this is her show, Scam Goddess. It is part of Team Coco, which is Conan O'Brien's podcast network, his actual whole production, everything is Team Coco. And they host a lot of really funny comedy podcasts. And so the whole gist of Scam Goddess is that Lacey sits down with a guest every week. They're usually comedians, sometimes actors, actresses, every now and then another well-known podcast host. And they talk about scams. So she always starts by talking to her guest about their experience with scams and scamming. Have they ever been scammed? Have they ever scammed anyone? Like their personal history with it. And then she tells them the story of some kind of scam. She calls them like scams from history. Some of them are very recent. Some of them are from the past. And these are anything from con artists, con men, con women, business scams, weight loss scams, all kinds of things that could fit into the scam category. So she tells her guests the story of it and together they react to it and just laugh about it. I started listening to this a couple of weeks ago where I just needed something to take my mind off things, to bring some humor into my life. And I am so addicted to it. And the great news for me is that this podcast started in 2019 So I have a lot of back episodes (laughs) I can go back and pick through to listen to. It's just really, really good and really funny. She recently, just like in the past month, did an episode, had a conversation about Bad Vegan, which is a Netflix documentary, if anybody has seen that and they were interested and wanted to know more about that whole situation and wanted to laugh about it and the ridiculousness of it, you could go listen to The Scam Goddess episode on it. I'll put a link in the show notes specifically to that one to go check out. But Rebecca, it's just been bringing me so much joy lately and I just love it. It sounds like a lot of fun. I ate up that normal gossip podcast. Yay! And if it it has like a normal gossip type of vibe to it, then I think I'm definitely in for it. 
I think if you did enjoy Normal Gossip, which I am like, when is season two coming out? I cannot wait. I love that podcast so much. I think if you did like it, I think you'll also enjoy Scam Goddess. There's a lot of parallels there. So, yes. Okay. Well, I will put links in the show notes for both Rebecca's Awesome of the Week and mine. So you guys can go check those out if you want to. And speaking of checking things out, of course, we always want to check out what is awesome in your life. So come and find us on social media. We talk about you guys is awesome the week every week. You can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Facebook community, the Sorta Awesome Hangout. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. We would love to have you join us there. Rebecca, we're going to be talking all about our makeup, the highs, the lows, the pluses, the minuses, all of that when we come right back. Okay, Awesomes, I've got good news for you. First of all, Rothy's is back as a sponsor of Sorta Awesome. And April is Earth Month. And one of the many reasons I love Rothy's is that everything they make is better for the planet. Rothy's has repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into all of their products. And Rothy's shoes, bags, and other essentials are made with less wasted fabric, and they're designed to be durable and washable. It's a stylish fit that totally lasts over time. I have a pair of Rothy's flats I have been wearing for years, and they've got a lot of life left in them. Rothy's knows that the clothes you wear every day shouldn't just look great. They should make you feel great. And that's exactly how you're going to feel knowing that your Rothy's helped keep ocean-bound plastic out of the water. So yes, I absolutely adore Rothy's for their commitment to sustainability. But ultimately, my number one favorite thing about Rothy's is how comfortable they are. I just got a pair of their driving loafers Oh my gosh, I never want to take them off my feet. My sister Emily loves Rothy so much. She has three pair. She just rotates them every day that she's teaching. You know, teachers are on their feet all day. She loves her Rothy's because they keep her comfortable all day long. The best news of all is this amazing deal we have for you awesomes from Rothy's. When you're wearing Rothy's, your footprint feels lighter than ever. Get $20 off of your first purchase today at rothys.com slash awesome. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash awesome. Awesomes, you know, we are huge around here on loving what you love and really celebrating the things that make you who you are as a person. So whether you're a reality TV expert, podcast junkie like myself, maybe you're the cool aunt in the lives of some very cool kids, all of us have our own unique ways of really expressing who we are. And that is one of the many reasons why I absolutely love and I'm obsessed with customizable prescription glasses from Pair Eyewear. So I got to order some new glasses for myself from Pair Eyewear. I went with the clear frames as a base. I've seen so many people wearing clear frames. I love the look of those. However, with pair eyewear, you get to add on customizable top frames that just pop right onto your base pair and you can change them up depending on whatever mood you're in or what style you want. So in addition to my clear base frames, I got a black and gold confetti top frame because you know I love my gold confetti. I did a rose gold that has like um, sunglasses tint to it so that I can read outside with my reading glasses on. And you guys, you know me, you know I had to add Ravenclaw top frames to my pair eyewear order. With Pair Eyewear, you can change up your look in a snap. Pair Eyewear's base frame and magnetic top frame combination make it easy to switch up your style anytime. Their base frame start at just $60 and that includes prescription lenses. And there are hundreds of top frame designs to match whichever base frame you choose. So you guys go get glasses as unique as you are. One pair infinite style and it starts at just $60. Go to paireyewear.com slash awesome for 15% off of your first purchase. That's 15% off at paireyewear.com slash awesome. 
Okay, we're back. And first, before we get into this conversation, of course, I feel like from the top, we need to acknowledge that, first of all, every person has their own thoughts, their feelings, their own experiences with makeup. We know that many people in our community might avoid makeup for a variety of reasons. Some of them might be philosophical reasons. Some might be like religious reasons. Some of our awesomes may feel like you just don't even have time to think about makeup. Others maybe have thought about it too much, spent a lot of money on some products, maybe more than they should have. Not that I know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Some people absolutely love makeup. Like I said at the top of the show, I mean, I definitely feel like it's kind of a side hobby for me, like a light hobby. My sister, Emily, definitely into all things beauty, makeup, skincare, all of that. So before we get into it, I really do want to make it clear that we are not saying in any way that anyone needs makeup, right, Rebecca? Right. It's not a thing that is expected, I guess, is what we're trying to say. All of you who are listening, no matter how old you are, what condition your skin is in, what expression of gender feels the most natural for you, we don't need makeup, but it can be fun. It can bring you some confidence, creativity. Some people use it for self-expression. So we thought that for those of us who do want to know just a little bit more about the basics, or like I said, maybe you have a tween or a teen in your life who wants to start wearing makeup and you kind of are not even sure where to get them started. We're just going to talk fundamentals of makeup today. But Rebecca, I'm wondering from you, what's your personal timeline with makeup? Did you start wearing makeup in middle school, high school, college? Has it always been kind of like a natural part of you and your getting readiness? Or are you new to makeup? Like, just give us a little timeline. That's a really good question. When did I start wearing makeup? I feel like it must have been high school, but I don't really remember. I just remember really not wanting like a full coverage foundation and being really insecure about the idea of everything looking really fake on me. I remember that being a big concern of mine as I kind of dipped my toe into the world of makeup. I just want everything to look really natural. I didn't want you to look at me and be like, oh my goodness, she's wearing so much makeup. That was a huge driving force for me for a really long time. Also, I've always been pretty frugal, so I don't really enjoy the idea of going out and testing different foundations and spending the money to try a bunch. That has always kind of frustrated me. Once I find something that I like, I tend to really stick with it for maybe way longer than what I should because there's security in that. And I don't like the idea of wasting my money or, yeah, just being disappointed in something. Yeah. So that really has been how I've approached makeup. I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing still, though, if I'm being honest. (laughs) That's interesting to me because I do remember from our past conversations that you loved to read and had quite a collection of teen magazines when you were younger. Yes. Do you feel like you ever picked up good tips or products from there? Or did you just kind of skim over the makeup-y stuff? Was that an influence on your life at all? I don't remember ever reading any of the makeup stuff. But now also, I did not go to the mall and hang out with my friends as a teenager. I did not go and go shopping as a teenager for fun. So that wasn't a thing. I do remember my mom, maybe was this for prom, perhaps? I feel like this also maybe happened for my wedding, is that my mom took me to a Merle Norman 
makeup store. Like, uh, I don't know, something like more upscale-ish, professional-ish. And she had somebody show me how to do my makeup. And then we bought a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of coming back to me as I sit here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. I can see that. Do you wear makeup on a daily basis? I feel like I do. I do wear makeup quite a bit. I certainly will skip days at home and stuff, but I do feel better when I have like a little something on my face. And I want to, I will say like also with doing videos and things on Instagram is I kind of feel like when I put makeup on, I'm getting dressed for work a little bit. Oh, yes. I understand that completely. That absolutely makes sense. And so you might do like a little extra than you would do on a daily if you're just like running errands or whatever. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of people who do Instagram stories with a bare face first thing in the morning and then later sure, you know, yeah. with their makeup on. And that's a whole vibe that I respect a lot. But with the type of videos that I usually am doing on Instagram, they're usually not vlog style all throughout the day. I feel like why not? Like, why not just take the quick little bit of time? Because it doesn't take me long to do my makeup. Just take yeah. a little bit of time, put my makeup on, and get it dressed for work. Yes. That totally makes sense. I absolutely get it. I am thinking back. I don't remember a time in my life when being around makeup and being interested in makeup was not part of something I was curious about. My mom was very into makeup. This was, of course, oh my gosh, decades before there was YouTube tutorials or anything like that, right? They just kind of had to either teach each other or maybe like you said, have a makeover done at a beauty counter. Mm -hmm. My mom's brand that she loved and was so loyal to was Clinique. And so I can remember from the time I was, I mean, like my earliest memories when we'd be in a mall and there was a department store that had a Clinique counter. Going by the Clinique counter, she loved to go when they were doing their bonus bags where you spend so much money and you get a bag with some extra sample size goodies, trial size goodies in there. And so I would say I probably did start wearing makeup in junior high. I probably wore a lot of concealer because this was the 90s, the late 80s and early 90s. You know, like a a thicker makeup look, like the one that you were trying to avoid (laughs) is exactly what we were doing. (laughs) Well, my friends weren't wearing makeup. I feel interesting. Like. So I think yeah. how your peers and your closest friends, what they were into yes. probably was a huge influence. Yes. I do remember in junior high and middle school, that range that a lot of us were makeup. I can remember being at summer camp, like Baptist summer camp in the summer and getting ready for the evening church service. And this was, again, this was in our middle school years, the girls bathroom, there was a long counter with a mirror and just all of us just in there in the mirror, putting our makeup on and all of that, getting ready for the evening worship service. We were definitely putting on makeup for Jesus, (laughs) not the cute boys that we might meet at the worship service. (laughs) Of course, of course, all for Jesus. Yes, yes. But I have definitely continued. I like wearing makeup. I don't have a lot of feelings about it. Like I have never felt like, oh, I have to wear makeup or I don't like the way I look without makeup. In fact, I'll tell you what, Rebecca, the older I get and the more intentional I I am about my skincare, there's many days where I don't wear makeup or I might just put on a little concealer 
and some lip gloss and that's it. And I feel fine about it because I'm taking such good care of my skin. My skin is like, looks really great by itself. (laughs) So I don't have like a lot of emotional attachment to it. It's just kind of always been part of my life, Mm -hmm. Yeah, which that's been interesting to see that develop with my daughters who are now 17 and 14. My oldest daughter, Daisy, absolutely does not go to school without doing her eye makeup. So she has amazing, God has gifted that child with incredible natural brows. So she'll do a little extra to, to kind of bring out her brows and she'll do some eyeliner and some mascara, but that'll be it. I mean, sometimes she'll do a little concealer, a little foundation, maybe like a lip gloss. As long as her eye situation is done, she feels good. And then AJ, my younger daughter, is an artist and she can put together the most elaborate, incredible, Instagram worthy looks, but she doesn't like to do it. Like she'll just do it sometimes in her free time when she's bored, but she doesn't really like to wear makeup to school on a daily basis, which is so funny to me. Yeah. What about Grace? She's your oldest daughter. How old is she now? Yes, she is 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Her peers, some of her peers are wearing makeup, but Grace is not. She's not into it at all. She dipped her toe into the world of theater this year and was in two different theatrical productions. Yes. And had to wear some makeup for the stage. And she was not a fan. (laughs) Really? She didn't like the process of putting on the eyeliner and the mascara. I mean, it's very awkward when you're first starting, especially having somebody else do it. Yes. I did do her brows some and she was like, whoa, these look angry. I'm like, no, they don't look angry. They really don't. Just wait. Let's finish everything else. You do not look angry. But no, she really, she's not into it. She kind of, what's that phrase? Dances to the beat of her own drum or something. I don't know. Yeah. And she marched. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> Marches to the beat of her own drummer, yes. Or dances, if it, even better if she's dancing to her own drum beat instead of marching. Good yeah. for her. She's not interested really in the trends. She just wants comfort. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Absolutely. That's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. I was trying to think about how do you cover a topic this big and try to cover the fundamentals So what I thought we could talk about first is I wanted to talk about the main categories. If you're just going to do a basic approach to makeup, or if you want to do a little bit more intermediate, or some recommendations if you want to go with a more advanced look. So I'm just going to talk really generally first. And then later in the episode, I'm going to give you some specific products. I kind of put together, I'm such a dork. I put together starter kits for three major brands. So if you're like, I literally don't know where to start. I walk into the makeup aisle and I get dizzy and fall down because I have no idea what to pick. I put together starter kits for you with the exact product to look for. All you have to do is look for your shade and you'll be good to go. That is incredible. I can't wait. I'm really more excited about this than than it's absolutely necessary. So here we go. All right. I thought we could talk about three main components to makeup. And again, because this is kind of a 101 show, I just wanted to keep it so minimal for those people who are like, I don't know where to start, or I'm trying to get a child of mine started in makeup. So I thought we could talk about our face, our eyes, and our lips to begin with. So for the face, I'm going to say most importantly, is your prep work that you do first. Make sure you're starting with a moisturized face and yes, SPF. 
You need to have that SPF on daily, especially as we're in spring and summer. And the good news is a lot of products do double duty. So you can find a moisturizer, a daily moisturizer that has that SPF in it. We're going to talk about some products that have the SPF built into it, cosmetic products that have that. So start with that. But for the face, the very most basic thing I think is a concealer, which, you know, a lot of us probably have, I would say maybe the most experience with, especially if you came through your adolescence and young adult years and you had some acne, you had some breakouts that you were just wanted to cover up. I think that's where most of us kind of start is with that concealer. I personally have always been sensitive about having dark circles under my eyes. Now, as a grown adult, I know that having dark circles under your eyes, number one, is just a normal part of being a human and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Very true. (laughs) And number two, a lot of it is just, it's in your DNA. Some people are just by DNA destined to have dark circles under their eyes. I wish someone would have told me that when I was a teenager because, oh, oh gosh, Rebecca, when I look at pictures of myself when I was in high school, the raccoon eye of concealer under my eyes because I would put on so much concealer under my eyes and I look at myself now and I'm like, oh no, why didn't somebody help me? (laughs) (laughs) But is this one of the products that you feel like you kind of started with when you started experimenting with makeup? Yeah. Or did you go straight to something more like a foundation? No, I think I used I used some concealer, but I don't really remember what I used. You know, to be honest, as far as face stuff, it was sort of awesome that taught me what BB cream is. Oh, good. That's next on my <laughs> list to talk about. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. So basic level with your face, after you've done your moisturizer or your SPF, you're going to do your concealer. Some Again... You can just use this for spot correcting, maybe under the eyes, any blemishes or areas that just, you know, discolorations that you want to cover up. You would start with your concealer. A lot of people just start there and that's it on their face. And that's great. And especially in the summer, I find that that's usually mostly what I do too. But if you want to go to the next level, go to an intermediate level, I recommend a BB cream. It's a great multitasker. BB cream. I was doing some research and there's a lot of controversy around what the BB stands for. Oh, well, what does it stand for? Well, what I always thought it was, and I think probably the prevailing idea is it stands for beauty balm, but there's all kinds of other, no, it means this or it means that. Okay. It's BB cream. The great thing about BB cream is it's a multitasker. It's going to give you some coverage for your face and also It usually has a moisturizing component and a lot of them have SPF built into it too. So you could do a concealer and then do like a BB cream all over the face or vice versa. Some people like to put the BB cream on first and then go in and do some spot correcting with the concealer. I'm here to tell you, I don't think it makes a difference either way. You do whatever works best for you. But that BB cream, if you are like in a hurry or if you just don't care about having a lot of products, You can put that on in the morning and not have to worry about a daily moisturizer, not worry about your SPF if it's in there, and you're good to go. So great. It's really all that I use. I don't have like a full coverage foundation still to this day. Yes. Yeah. And so again, in this intermediate category, you could do a BB cream and or a powder. Again, in the summer, I just do concealer and then I do a powder over my face and I call it good. Some people like to do a powder on top of a BB cream, just especially if you want a little bit more mattified look, because I will say BB creams, because they have that moisturizer built into the formula, 
they're definitely going to give you a little bit more glowy look, which is great for some people, but other people, especially if you have oilier skin, may not want to have that much glow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little powder on top will work out great. If you spend a lot of time on camera, for whatever reason, on Instagram, social media, or part of your job or whatever, a lot of people do like to do a powder to kind of mattify, to blur out any lines or pores, those types of things. And then if you want to go advanced for your face, I would recommend this is where you want to add in blush. Now, Bobby Brown, the famous, amazing, iconic creator of Bobby Brown Cosmetics. Now she has Jones Road Beauty, which I've talked about on the show. I love it. It's one of my favorite newer cosmetic lines. Bobby Brown says, especially if you have mature skin, if you're not going to wear anything else, no other makeup at all, she says, put a little rosy blush just on the apples of your cheeks. And it just adds a little pop of color, makes you feel and look a little bit more alive. And she's like, that's all you need. And you can walk out the door. So just say, okay. that's what Bobby Brown says. Okay. <laughs> the expert has spoken. Yes. So in this category, I would also say, maybe this is, if you're advanced, you want to do like a little highlighter, a little extra shimmer to the face. If you want to get really advanced, you could do contouring. This is a 101 show. I'm not going to go into contouring. Also, spoiler alert, I don't even know how to do contouring. <laughs> okay. I did have a question about highlight, though. I was wondering... Are people still using highlight? Because I would watch a lot of makeup tutorials. Although I do not do very advanced makeup at all, I did go through a phase of following some makeup artists on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. it feels like, I don't know how many years ago, maybe five, six, eight years ago, highlighter was queen. Like everybody was obsessed with highlight. Are people Mm -hmm. still wearing it? I do think so. And I definitely think that people who are beauty influencers who wear a lot of products are definitely still doing highlighter. I like a highlighter. I think it's nice to add a little extra shimmer and it does definitely, you can put it where you want to actually highlight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I do like the fact that there's all different kinds of formulations of highlighter now. I remember when highlighters first became popular, it was really just like a compressed powder form. But now there's cream applications of it. There's all different kinds, highlighter sticks. I definitely think people are still doing it. I think it just kind of depends on what extra steps you want to add in. Right, right. It would definitely be like an extra step. Yeah, but I don't think it has gone out of style at all. Okay, fantastic. If that's what you're asking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now a lot of people are like, how do I apply these products? I will say that for years and years, and I mean, let's be honest, decades, I put almost all of my makeup on just with my fingertips. Now, later in life, I had the revelation via my sister that using a beauty sponge really makes application so much more even. And I think as you do have maturing skin and you don't want there to be like splotchiness, you don't want the product to really sink into any lines that you have going on. If you want to kind of have a smoother look, that using a beauty sponge to apply product to your face is really great. Now, you can get a beauty blender that's $20. That's the actual brand name beauty blender. Or you can go on Amazon. There's a brand called Beaky that has an amazing dupe for the beauty blender. It is $10, just under $10. You get five sponges for $10. 
They have over 70,000 reviews on Amazon and it's like at four and a half stars. Whoa. That's so incredible. I will totally, yes, I will totally link to those in the show notes. And if your toddler gets into it and uses it <laughs> for not makeup application, it's okay. You're like, oh, well, it's like $2. Okay. I'm not going to freak out. As opposed to if they get your $20 beauty blender. <laughs> right. Right. Ask me how I know. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you're speaking yeah, from experience. Totally. Totally. But so the great thing about using a beauty sponge is you can control how much coverage you're getting. I personally like to dampen it and squeeze it out and use it just damp for like a lighter application, but you can also use it dry and it's going to give you a more concentrated application, I guess you could okay. say. So what questions might you have about the face product part of our Makeup 101? Well, that was a big one is like, what are you using? Because I hmm, am still using my fingertips. <laughs> I totally have, like I said, literally decades. Now, also, you really can use brushes and they make foundation brushes. They make concealer brushes. Personally, I think that is more in the advanced level of application. It takes a little bit more practice. And if you are either new to makeup or if you want to keep everything really simple, I'm saying don't even worry about the brushes. Yes, you can use a brush. But I think using a sponge is just as easy, honestly. It's, I mean, it's like way easier. Okay. So a second question I would have would be about concealer and concealer types. And how do you know which kind you want? Because there are like color correcting concealers, right? Oh, like, yeah. Can't mm -hmm. you get some that are more, that are tinted in different colors? Yes, absolutely. You can. You can get some that are specifically tinted green that balance out any redness that you have. So if you have rosacea or other skin issues that cause you to have redness on your skin, using a color correction concealer that's green tinted is going to help. You can also get, if you're specifically trying to correct under your eyes where you have darkness under your eyes, maybe more of a purpley look under your eyes naturally, you can use a color correcting concealer that is more peachy. And you would put that on some products you can put that on and just use that one product or you can use like a color corrector and then layer your more skin toned concealer on mm. top of that. OK, OK. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I think it's Benefit. I will have to double check. I think Benefit is the one I'm thinking of that has a really fantastic. It's a little bit more pricey, but I think worth it. Really fantastic color correcting concealer for under the eyes. So if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Okay, excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about eyes next. My personal opinion is if you do nothing else, if you want to keep it minimal or if you're a beginner at makeup, if you do nothing else, do your lashes. Just a simple swipe of mascara. It You do not even have to get fancy. And I'm going to in this later when I give you guys a starter pack for some different brands. I'll tell you specifically some very good basic mascaras, but really, Rebecca, just like a swipe of mascara on the lashes can do so much, especially if you do have, as I do, more blonde lashes, thin lashes, it can really help to bring those out. I just love it, just like a swipe of mascara. Whether or not you go waterproof, I think is personal preference. I have used non-waterproof through the years. I've used waterproof. I think it depends too on your how much attention you're willing to give at the end of the day when you're taking your makeup off. Mm, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
And as somebody who likes to give as little of attention as possible <laughs> at the end of the day, sometimes dipping yep. into zero attention, <laughs> waterproof is not my go-to. It really yes. isn't. Yes. Yes, we've talked about this before. And yes, and I think that's fine. Like I like to do a, a lot of skincare stuff at the end of the day, but sometimes even I'm tired. I'm like, I don't even want to mess with it. So yeah, that's, I think, totally personal preference. I think for teenagers, tweens and teens who are getting into mascara, I personally think starting with a non-waterproof formula is going to be better unless your child who's getting into makeup is real into athletics and like, you know, is out there sweating and and those types of things. They might like a waterproof, but you do need to just, you know, make sure they have a good eye makeup remover in their skincare stuff and, and they'll be good to go. I would say if you want to go to the next level, go to the intermediate level. This is where I think pay a little attention to your brows and you can keep it so super simple with this. Get your tweezers, kind of clean up any stray hairs that you have. And then I love to use a, just like a brow tint or a brow gel that goes on with like a little brush like mascara. I mean, you can just sit down with that and just swipe it over your brows and your brows are done in like under two minutes. It does not have to be as complicated as a lot of beauty influencers make it look in their videos. And and again, I admire people who can go in and do like these really intricate brows. They look so naturally. They look great. I just don't have time, nor do I have skill <laughs> to be able to do that. Can I tell you, I distinctly remember it was 2015 and I was on um, a vacation to celebrate my 10th wedding anniversary, some close friends. We were all celebrating our 10th wedding anniversary. We went away. We had rented a house at the beach. And I distinctly remember asking them and saying to them, guys, do you put makeup on your eyebrows? (laughs) Do you know that that's something that people are doing? And I remember two of them being like, oh, yeah, I do that like all the time as part of my daily makeup routine. And I was like, what? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And and they're like, well, but if I don't, then I, my eyebrows are really light. Like, I feel like I need them to stand right. out more. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have been years and years behind on eyebrow trends <laughs> consistently throughout my entire life. We just did the Never Have I Ever episode. That's what I was thinking of, yes. <laughs> and I was like... Years behind, people plucking their eyebrows, and I asked my husband, who I was dating at the time, like, should I be plucking my eyebrows? And he's like, nah, I like your bushy, your bushy, eyebrows. My bushy eyebrows. I mean, I I am eyebrow clueless, apparently. Well, there's a product for that, and it is so easy. I think that these gel tints that you can get. Almost every cosmetic line has one now. Oh my gosh, they're so easy. And I do think it just adds a little bit more to frame your face, kind of brings out that part of your face a little bit more. And again, as you're aging, I didn't know this. Rebecca, did you know you start to actually lose your eyebrow hairs over Mm, time? No, that's no good. (laughs) This was an unpleasant revelation of later (laughs) in life for me. I don't like it. But with the gel. I just like fill in where those eyebrow hairs used to be and it's fine. 
So after that, if you want to get a little more advanced, this is where you could get into your eyeshadows, use some eyeliner. I think, you know, looking back, kids are going to do whatever is on trend. We were in, I graduated in high school, from high school in 1995. We pretty much just wore eyeliner on our upper lids and we wore a lot of it. In retrospect, again, I'm like, oh, well, that was a look for sure. Eyeshadows are where you can get extremely artistic and creative with how you put them on. I love to watch a beauty YouTuber do their eyeshadow just to be like, oh my gosh, how do you take those colors and make it look like that? It is art, I swear. Truly, it is art. It is art. Yes. Or you can go the other end of the spectrum like I do and like our friend and show regular Katie Proctor suggested, Thrive Cosmetics. They are a show sponsor. But we definitely love their eye brightening sticks. And you just, it's literally, it's like a crayon for grownups. And you just put it on, you can smooth it in with your fingertips, done and done. And speaking of fingertips, honestly, when it comes to how I apply eye makeup, of course, your mascara and your brow stuff is going to have its own applicator. But when it comes to eyeshadow, yes, I know there are brushes and I've used them. But for the most part, I'm really more into cream formulations now. So I just use my fingertips. And it works fine. Okay, excellent. So I think it depends too. If you're doing like a more advanced eyeshadow look and you're putting on some different shades in different places, you're obviously going to want to use brushes for more definition and to be more exact and then to blend everything in. But if you're just keeping things simple, just I would say stick with your fingertips. Do not get overwhelmed by all of the brushes that are out there. Keep it simple and you'll do fine. Yeah, I think the, like the crayons, like the sticks, I think they're more intimidating than what they actually are when you try them. Like, yeah. I think looking back, I would have been like, oh, well, I, no, like everybody uses powder. That seems advanced. That seems scary. I wouldn't ever try it. But then I got some in a FabFitFun box and it mm. was like, it was like a lighter shimmer and then mm -hmm. something darker. And... I love them so much because like right? you said, they are so easy. You just kind of smear on the lighter one. And then, yeah, like you said, I use my finger to kind of buff it out. And yep. then I put, I take the darker one and I put just like a little spot, like the corner yes. of my eye. And then I use my finger to kind of buff that out. And it it's like an instant smoky eye that truthfully feels like it is so much easier for me to yes. accomplish than ever with a powder. Now, I think that maybe I just don't quite know what I'm doing with powder shadow, but the pencils, they are way less intimidating once you actually play with it and put it on your eye than what it seems like from an outsider's perspective. I 1000% agree. They're so forgiving. The application is so easy. And even if you feel like, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to eye makeup, it will look like you did more than yes. you, that you'll look like it was above your actual skill level by the time. Yes. <laughs> and I think I've been there before where I've put eye makeup on, eyeshadow on with a powder. And I'm like, ooh, is that like too much? And mm. it's hard to take it back. It's hard for me to correct yes. it once I've applied too much. But I don't have that problem as much with the pencils. I feel like I can like buff it out more. Or it's easier for me to be really light-handed with it and then go yes. in and 
build on more if I need more. But sometimes with the powder, I feel like it's harder. It's just harder to get that exact right amount that I'm looking for as somebody who really doesn't know much about what they're doing with eye makeup. (laughs) Yes, totally, totally agree with you on all of that. And again, if you're a beginner to makeup or if you have a kid who's getting into it, this is a great way to get them started because it is so forgiving. Okay, let's talk about lips. I love to talk about lips. Yes, you do. I do so much, but I will say foundationally, before you put on anything cosmetically, you start with your lip care. This is so important to being able to have a good experience with a lip product. You have to start with, you need to be exfoliating your lips regularly. You do not need a fancy lip scrub. You can literally do this with your toothbrush. It's just taking off. Yeah. Just when you're done brushing your teeth, just run your toothbrush, rinse the toothpaste off. Okay. Or you could do this. You could have a dedicated lip brush. Now, uh, that would never last in my bathroom, but you could, whatever, whatever works. You can totally do this with your toothbrush. Just run it over your lips. You feel skeptical. <laughs> there's, there's, there's actual I, skepticism <laughs> radiating across the airwaves towards me right now. Keep, keep explaining it. I'm I'm waiting for this to get better than what it is in my head. <laughs> Why? What's the problem? I really don't understand. Any lip skin on your toothbrush? Well, I don't understand what the problem is. I don't want to put that in my mouth then and brush my teeth with a toothbrush that has lip skin on it. No, that's why I personally do it after I've brushed my teeth and I rinsed out my toothbrush. But then you're going to brush your teeth with that toothbrush again. With toothpaste? And lip skin. No, I rinse out the lip skin when I'm done. I don't put it back like that with my okay. with dead skin hanging off of what? it. Okay. <laughs> I told you I was waiting for you to keep talking so it would get better than how I was visualizing it. Okay. I see where there was maybe a disconnect. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I would encourage you if you're going to do this, no matter what, rinse that out when you're done okay and put it then put your toothbrush back and you're good to go or if this is totally squicking you out to even think about that then go ahead get yourself a lip scrub they're not that expensive Burt's Bees makes a fantastic one that I highly recommend but the point is a great lip really starts with great lip care so you want to exfoliate your lips regularly you don't have to do it every single night but you should do it regularly and then make sure you're using some kind of a lip balm or even a lip mask. Again, I love the Burt's Bees Overnight Lip Mask. It is fantastic, and it goes a long way in healing any cracks that you have in your lip skin, protecting it. I cannot speak highly enough of that specific product, but you basically, especially overnight when you're doing your skincare, go ahead and treat your lips as well, because the next day when you put your makeup on, even if you're just using a gloss, it's going to go on so much better and stay so much longer. So I hope everyone is tracking with me. (laughs) Great lip product starts with great lip care. Don't mind the lip skin hanging off of a toothbrush. (laughs) That'll be our little secret. Okay. To to clarify something else, and I kind of feel like an idiot for asking this question. No, this is the time for idiots. (laughs) (laughs) The time for idiots. Okay. When people say... And like when you, Meg Teet, say that lip balm is like super important, 
it's not like right before you put on your lipstick, right? Like, no. Like nobody's recommending that you apply a lip balm and then you apply your lipstick, right? I mean, look, some people like to do that. The problem is it's going to probably slide off. You're not going to get a longer wear with that. There is such a thing as a tinted lip balm, which is what right, I wanted right, to right. talk about next. Yes, okay. But no, I'm saying your lip care really should ideally be at night so that it has time to work its magic overnight while you yes. sleep. Okay. But yeah, basic level is either a tinted lip balm or a tinted gloss. Again, I know I keep saying this and they are not a sponsor of the show, but Burt's Bees makes some fantastic tinted lip balms in a variety of different shades and they look really great and they feel really great on your lips. Almost every cosmetics line has some kind of tinted something, whether it's a gloss or a balm that you can put on that's super simple, super quick. You do not have to put a lot of thought into it. Now, mind you, the trade-off is going to be that this is not going to be a, your long wearing product. So if you do put on a tinted lip balm and you want to keep that look throughout the day, you're going to just throw it in your purse or your bag or whatever. Keep it close by because you're going to be reapplying it often throughout the day. But again, if it's a balm, it's going to feel good and be good for your lips all day yes. as you're reapplying. Um, intermediate level, it's going to be like your traditional bullet lipstick, the kind that probably all of us learned how to put on lipstick with. These are going to be a variety of different formulations. Some of them are meant to be long wear, some of them not. But that's going to be, you know, like the, that's like the mid-level. And then if you want to go advanced with your lip products, that's where you're going to get into like the liquid mattes liquid lipsticks that are a matte, those go on like a gloss, but then they dry down into a matte. I find these to be very advanced because they are not forgiving. <laughs> Once you have it on your lip, if you put it on your lip and you're like, ooh, I don't like this shade after all, or oops, I got it more on my skin than I did on my lips, you're out of luck. You have to get a makeup remover and take it all off and start over again. So you have to be pretty confident of the shade and of your application before you do a liquid lipstick that's a matte finish. So if you're new to makeup, if you're just a beginner, or if you are wanting to keep it simple, start with those tinted lip balms. And if you don't mind keeping it with you to reapply during the day, I'd say you're good to go. I'm still a little traumatized by the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> you're still in my bathroom. <laughs> Yes, having a little bit of a trauma experience there. <laughs> I'm regretful now. I shouldn't even have said that. Well, I should have just stuck with the lip scrubs. I mean, it's a good poll. It's cause like, who's talking about exfoliating their lips with their toothbrush? Like, nobody's talking about that, either because nobody else is doing it besides my <laughs> teeth. Or, I don't know. You know, like, I think it's a good question we should i think you're right go to the hangout group with this yes let's raise your hand if you are exfoliating your lips with your toothbrush yeah it's all let's very closely connected i don't know why i'm traumatized so much by it it's not like you suggested yeah. i don't know like cleaning my toes <laughs> with my toothbrush like they're all right there <laughs> yes yeah. Okay. That's a good question. <laughs> and that's a good note to wrap up this part on. We will ask the awesomes. We'll take the temperature of the awesomes on toothbrush lip exfoliation. So like I said, I have some specific product recommendations, some a starter pack for three brands that I want to get to. We'll get to all of that when we come right back. 
Okay, friends, maybe last time you looked in the mirror, you noticed a few bags under your eyes. I know I have seen them under my eyes too. Well, imagine they are gone. You can get rid of those bags and puffiness under your eyes just in time for spring. Introducing Genucel's new plant stem cell therapy to visibly reduce puffiness under your eyes. When I tried out Genucel, I could actually feel the bags under my eyes as they were firming up. It's kind of crazy. And my skin is really glowing. Genucel helped me to reduce the puffiness quickly. And if this is an issue you're sensitive about, you got to check out Genucel. Like most people, maybe you've tried innumerable anti-aging skincare products that claim to do things like erase wrinkles, lighten the dark circles. No doubt you've been disappointed, but Genucel products really work. Their anti-aging skincare products are all based on antioxidants, natural substances that are proven to help repair and prevent damage that's caused by the sun and wind and pollution, stress, all of those external and internal factors. Genucel promises the results that are going to make you smile guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. Right now, Genucel's most popular package is 60% off at Genucel.com slash awesome. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. Just go to Genucel.com slash awesome and enter our special promo code awesome for a free gift plus an additional 20% off when you purchase their most popular package. You're going to get free priority shipping for a limited time too. That's that's G-E-N-U-C. CEL.com slash awesome, genucel.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, preventative care is all the rage these days. And in order for your body to fight against whatever life throws your way, your immune system has to be ready. That's why so many people turn to probiotics. Yeah, they're super popular and you can find them on the shelves at your local pharmacy or supermarket. But did you know that 99.9% of the probiotics on the market die in your naturally harsh stomach acid, even those supposedly special refrigerated probiotics are dead on arrival. But Just Thrive Probiotic is different, and here's why. Their proprietary strains are designed by nature to put up an armor-like shell when conditions get rough. They can withstand extreme temperatures. They can even be sprinkled into food or your drink. Just Thrive requires no special encapsulation, no refrigeration, nothing. What you get is an all-natural, extensively studied probiotic that's perfect for your whole family. Great news is it's effective at controlling stomach issues like gas, constipation, and bloating. It's vegan, non-GMO, gluten, dairy, and soy, and histamine-free. It can support beautiful skin, better sleep, and even easier weight management. For exceptional immune and digestive health, there's really nothing like Just Thrive Probiotic. Check them out and make this the year that you are taking care of you. Get 15% off of their award-winning probiotic when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code AWESOME at checkout. All right, we are back. And Rebecca, as I was thinking about what products specifically to recommend, I knew that I had two criteria that were important to me in making these recommendations. Number one, I wanted them to come from cruelty-free lines. I try to buy cruelty-free makeup exclusively. Sometimes I mess up. I'm not perfect with it, but that's my goal always is to buy products that are cruelty-free. And the other thing is I wanted them to be products that are widely available at least in the United States. I know sometimes Canadian awesomes, you know, feel like, oh, I wish I could get that here. And we definitely have international awesomes. I'm just giving these as like good starting points. And all of these can come from some kind of store that you would have access to either in person or online in the United States. Fantastic. That's great criteria. Okay. So the first brand I want to talk about is NYX, NYX. You can find NYX products at CVS, Target, Ulta even. Ulta is great because you can go in and try different shades and see what's going to work if you have an Ulta store close by, but I know not everybody does. 
So I'm going to say, first of all, the NYX Can't Stop, Won't Stop Contour Concealer is a great basic concealer. There's 21 shades. It's full coverage. It's great with all skin types, even oily skin. So it's a great product for teens who might be having a lot of the skin upheaval of adolescence. If you do not want a full coverage look with this concealer, just use your damp makeup sponge to blend it in. It will give you a much more sheer coverage. But if you do want that full coverage, this is a fantastic, very basic concealer. Like I said, it has 21 shades. So you're probably going to find something that works for you. Also from NYX, they're Worth the Hype Mascara. Very good basic mascara. I will say this one goes on very light. So if you like to have a mascara that just like, you know, first swipe looks like, boom, like lots of glamour, this is not your mascara. It goes on pretty light. It is buildable if you want to do a couple of coats. But if you're a tween or a teen, or if you just want a minimal look and just do one swipe of mascara, call it good. Worth the hype from NYX is actually, believe it or not, worth the hype. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing how that worked out. (laughs) Yes. Okay, now speaking of our tinted lip balms, NYX has one called This Is Everything. I really like it. It's a really silky application. It's a nice amount of gloss. It's a pink tint that looks really good on a lot of complexions. And it really is actually good for your lips. But if you want to take it to the next level for a lip product, probably one of NYX's most famous, most well-known products is their Butter Gloss. It has, they have offer 31 shades of it. It is kind of like a sheerish to medium coverage. I say leaning more towards medium than sheer. It is a gloss. It goes on with a gloss applicator. It's not sticky. I would recommend checking out the Strawberry Cheesecake Shade for a great warm pink that's going to look great on most complexions. And plus, it just sounds delicious, right? It does, especially (laughs) with it being a butter gloss on top of that. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the last thing that I would include just to talk about today with you in this NYX starter pack is their Sweet Cheeks Creamy Powder Blush. Now, the great thing, Rebecca, about this blush is it's highly pigmented. When you're hearing people talk about cosmetics and you hear somebody talk about if it's pigmented or not, that's basically going to refer to how much concentrated color you're getting in a product. So you, you really hear people talk about the pigments of color when they're talking about eyeshadows, blushes, and lipsticks. And this Sweet Cheeks Creamy Blush from NYX is highly, highly pigmented, which means a little bit goes a long way, but it's really nice. And it has like a little bit of highlighter built into it, just a little bit of shimmer. So yeah, if you kind of wanted to do double duty with that, I recommend the shade Rose and Play, like the word rose and play. It's a really nice bubblegum pink, very lovely for spring and summer. And if you're going to go buy Bobbi Brown's guidance that all you need is a little pink blush on the cheeks and you're good to go. That rose and play is a gorgeous shade for that. So that's my starter pack for NYX. So we are part of the Shoplist program. Shoplist is a company that lets people put together shelves with their favorite skin and beauty products on it. So I'm going to make starter kits for each of these brands and I'm going to put even more products in there that we don't have time to talk about today that I recommend But I really just wanted to hit the highlights, Rebecca, since we're just talking kind of like basics today. Yes, yes, that's fantastic. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. The next one I want to talk about, the next brand, is one that it makes me a little nervous to recommend it, Rebecca. Mm, Why? What's going on? Well, okay. It's number seven cosmetics, which I've talked about on Sort of Awesome before. 
but I'm nervous that they're maybe not going to carry number seven cosmetics in the United States anymore. Like it's getting harder and harder to find. Oh. And number seven is a British-based cosmetic company and skincare company. And I, I don't know if this is true or not. I'm wondering if they're going to focus more on their skincare products and kind of phase out cosmetics in the United States. I don't know. I will say at this time, you can still find number seven cosmetics in store in person at Walgreens or at Target online. I used to be able to go into my local Target store and they had all of the number seven and I was so happy. But now they have all the number seven skincare, but not cosmetics in store. They do still have it in their online. So Target.com. So not quite sure what's happening there with them. Not sure. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you my recommendations from this line. And let's all cross our fingers that it doesn't go away forever. Okay. (laughs) So these two products have been awesomes of the week for me in the past, but I'm going to mention them again. The Lift and Luminate Triple Action Serum Concealer. That sounds like a winner. That name alone. It sounds like everything everybody wants. (laughs) Well, no surprise to you, Rebecca, this came into my life via TikTok, where all the good product recommendations come from, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> if your TikTok feed has more than Harry Styles in it, I'm just saying. <laughs> Although Harry Styles is also a very good recommendation for everyone. <laughs> Always and forever. Yes. Okay. So the Triple Action Serum Concealer from number seven is my holy grail concealer. I'm obsessed. I love this stuff. I'm tempted to go to Walgreens and buy all of them. (laughs) They are going to discontinue it. But I love it so much. It is the formulation really is especially I think number seven really is great for maturing skin. Again, they put a lot of emphasis on their skincare. So their cosmetics also are really good for your skin. And that's one of the reasons I love this line so much. But for maturing skin, I love this concealer. I love the Lift and Luminate Powder. It's so great for blurring any pores that you want to kind of make disappear. All of that, it feels so good going on. I do want to recommend their Protect and Perfect All-in-One Foundation. Now, this is a full coverage foundation for me anyway. I know everybody kind of, it's subjective. What's full coverage for one person may not be for another. The great thing about the Protect and Perfect is it does have SPF 50. Oh, 50? Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot for a foundation. Yes. SPF 50 built in. So bear that in mind. If your skin is a little reactive and you have a hard time with SPF built into products, maybe think about that as you're thinking about this foundation, whether it's right for you or not. But it's really super hydrating, does a great job of blurring lines and wrinkles. Really great product. They have a couple of mascaras that I really like. I would recommend the full 360 all-in-one mascara from number seven. It is really great for buildability, kind of like the Worth the Hype from NYX. It could be a one swipe and done minimal look. They also have, this is one of Daisy's favorites, the Stay Perfect Waterproof Mascara from number seven is also great. She really loves that one. And then finally from number seven, They do have some lip products, not as many as other cosmetic lines, but they do have a high shine lip gloss. I would say if you can find the number seven high shine lip gloss in the shade pink slip, it's a really great pink lip gloss. And you can dab a little on the apple of your cheeks 
rub it in and you have a little bit of color on your cheeks. Make it do double duty for you. Oh, I would not have thought to do that. Yes. So good. But again, I'm nervous, you guys. I wish somebody from number seven could reach out and be like, don't worry about it. We're here to stay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But if it sounds enticing, snag it up now is what you're saying. Yes. Don't delay. Yes, exactly. That's right. Don't delay. Okay. The last brand that I'm really excited to talk about because it's so accessible for everyone and I love the energy behind it is Flower Beauty. Some of you may know Flower Beauty was started by Drew Barrymore back in like 2014 or something. Maybe it was 2012. It's been around for a while. When it first came out, I think you could find it exclusively at Walmart and it is still at Walmart. You can also find Flower Beauty at CVS. That's where I buy it and at Ulta online. I don't think they carry Flower Beauty in store, but they do for sure have a good selection of Flower Beauty online. And I just love this brand. I love Drew Barrymore's energy. It is all totally cruelty-free, and it's really accessible to people. You know what? Growing up, when I was growing up in small towns in Oklahoma, we didn't have Target. We didn't have Ulta, but we always had Walmart. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Very relatable. Yes. I'm right there with you. Yes. So I have a few picks from Flower Beauty. I love this brand because they are at CVS and I do a lot of my drugstore cosmetic shopping at CVS. I have quite a few of their products. One that I have in my makeup bag right now is the Flower Beauty Light Illusion Full Coverage Concealer. This one is, what I love about this, Rebecca, is it's long lasting. So if you're going through a stage of life where you've got the dark circles under your eyes and you'd like for them to not be there, all dadgum day. (laughs) Use this light illusion concealer from Flower Beauty. It lasts so long. In fact, it's so full coverage that Drew on her talk show demonstrated it. She was covering up one of her tattoos with it. Tattoo? Yes. That's how full coverage this concealer is that she covered up a tattoo with it. Okay. That seems really intense. Does it get cakey? You have to be careful not to use too much. I don't think it gets cakey is the thing. And that's why I like it. Now, I will say I dab it under my eyes and on any blemishes that I have. And then I use my damp beauty sponge to blend it in. So it does get a more sheer look. But I think if you're a person that really likes a full coverage concealer, I think you're going to like this one. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Flower Beauty also has the Skin Cognito Foundation Stick. So it is foundation, but it's in like a push-up stick format. Very creamy. I love this. You can apply it just wherever on your skin that you want some coverage. Buff it in with your beauty sponge. Done and done. You don't have to worry about tubes or bottles or pumps or anything like that. It's all in your little stick. Very easy application. And for that reason, if you do have a younger person in your life, tween, teen, who wants to kind of experimenting with foundation, go with this foundation stick because it's very low mess and very forgiving. So I do have to tell you, I love the Light Illusion Perfecting Powder. If that number seven powder ends up being discontinued in the United States, first of all, I'll be heartbroken. But secondly, I will switch to the Light Illusion Perfecting Powder because just like that number seven powder, it is fantastic for that blurring effect especially if you're like me, if you have larger pores that you kind of want to hide. This perfecting powder also has like a little bit of a glow to it. So if you kind of want a little bit of a highlighter look, but you don't want to mess with getting a highlighter, this Light Illusion Perfecting Powder is so good for that. Okay, two more. 
mascara from Flower Beauty. They have a great one called Lash Warrior. This is a great one coat mascara if you want your one coat to be dramatic. Okay. Okay. So if you don't want a one coat that's kind of light and minimal, if you want to go in with some high volume, high definition, get the Lash Warrior from Flower Beauty. It has a curved brush for the applicator. It's very good with not being a big, you know, mess with clumping. I think if you do have a younger person in your life who's new to makeup, who, you know, doesn't have the patience or the skill level yet to sort out separate clumps that you get, this is a really good one to start with, I think. The last one I want to talk about is all the rage on beauty internet, has been for a while on TikTok, because it's a dupe for a very famous, much more high-end lipstick. The product is the Petal Pout Lipstick. So this is your very traditional bullet lipstick, highly pigmented, really creamy, very luxurious application. That's the Petal Pout line from Flower Beauty. Now, the shade Spiced Petal is a perfect dupe for Charlotte Tilbury's very famous, very popular lipstick shade called Pillow Talk. Okay. Now, I was really nervous. I was not going to recognize this super famous, very well-known lipstick. But once you said the shade, yes, I have heard reference to Pillow Talk. Thank goodness. (laughs) It's maybe one of the most well-known lipstick shades of the modern era, Charlotte Tilbury's is. It's like $50 a tube. And if you are like, this is what I love to spend my money on, and it makes me feel great. I love the original. You get your Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk. It's very famous for a reason because it looks great on so many people. It's a great formulation. But if you're more like, I want to try it at the $10 price point, then look for Petal Pout in the shade Spiced Petal and give it a try and see what you think. I think you'll be pleased with it. How fantastic. Meg, what amazing starter packs. Thank you. I am so impressed. Why do I love this so much, Rebecca? Love what you love, baby. (laughs) Love what you love. No, That's right. And the best part is, is not only are you like indulging in what you love, but you're educating the masses who are like, let me sit at your feet and (laughs) gain wisdom. Yes, because I'm happy I think to do it. Makeup can be extremely intimidating, not yeah. just because of all the different types of products that you can use on your face, mm-hmm. but all the different brands, all yes. the different shades, all the different application possibilities. And I think we all just need somebody to come alongside of us and help guide us along the way for those of us who are a little intimidated, a little feel over our heads a bit. Yes. And this was phenomenal. Thank you for saying that. I really did have so much fun putting this together. I really could just talk and research and share about this all the time. It makes me so happy. And speaking of that, again, in the show notes, you're going to find for these starter packs, you're going to find links to our shelves at Shoplist. We, that does mean that those are affiliate links for us. So if you do buy one through one of those links, you're going to support the show with your purchase. But even if you don't, even if you just like take a screenshot with you to take to your local CVS or whatever, at least you'll know what you're looking for. Uh, one thing I love about Shoplist too is I can make notes 
when I put the products on our shelves. So as I find more products, I'll leave you a little note about shades that I like and those types of things. So how oh, perfect. Thank you so much for your services today, Meg. You're welcome. It was my <laughs> pleasure, Rebecca. Thank you for humoring me and sitting and having this conversation with me. It made me so happy. So if people want to find you, Rebecca, to talk about makeup or Harry Styles or the joys of Instagram or whatever it may be that they want to talk to you about, where can we find you all around the web? You can find my website at simplyrebecca.com. And then my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram at simplyrebecca. Okay. You can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find this show Sorta Awesome. Just search it whatever platform you are on. You will find us there and we would love to have you join us there. You guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.